Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net. And my name's Peyton Come on over Cause we're still waiting It's movie night And we're both gay It's hard to find A movie that way Lucky for you We found a few It's queer It's movie night Hi Welcome to Queer movie night Hi there (laughs) I'm Peyton And this is Deb (laughs) Hello Are we okay Peyton? (laughs) I think we're good I think we're good Big pause Big right pause. after my big high. Pause um, for the big reveal. The big reveal that this is queer movie night. <laughs> so, you know what we did? This one we kind of picked together, I guess. But mm-hmm. yeah. But what is your, uh, we're covering the, the 19, uh, sorry, the 19, the 2018 <laughs> comedy. Oh, blockers, we're still in 90s. 90s uh, blockers, which... It should be called cock blockers, but I guess they can't say cock mm-hmm. on movie posters, so they call yeah. it blockers. What what is um what is your relationship with this film, Deb? Um, you know, I didn't really have one. It was the right. same as you, right? Yeah. Um, it, I, I saw it when it first came out. Yeah. Um, and I remember liking it, but I never watched it again. Um, I like everybody in it, and. I I liked the idea and everything, and I remember enjoying it. But then when you were like, what if we do the movie Blockers? I was like, yeah, let's watch that, because it's been a couple years. Yeah. I don't know if I just, I don't know if I was, like, distracted the first time I watched it, but I feel like I laughed my ass off watching it this time. It's like, very funny. It was way more memorable to me this time than the first time I watched it. Yeah. I thought, I think it's so funny. Yeah. Um, who doesn't oh, love Leslie Mann? Come absolutely. On. I and love then her and also everything. I love absolutely great Loki's. comedy I love cast. John Cena. And yeah. Ike Barinholtz, I think steals the show. I think he's absolutely. so funny in this yeah. movie. Um, I feel like this was like right, either right before, or like right in the moment when Ike was really like taking off as mm-hmm. like a, as like comedic well-known person. Yeah. Um, he's so funny yeah. John Cena's great. In this, he's he's always great. Really good, like genuinely, his acting is really good in this movie, and his comedic timing is great. A lot of people like to rag on him. I think maybe just because it's the whole like rock thing where you're not taken that seriously when you're coming from you know WWE when you're coming from a wrestling career. Um, But he's so funny in it. Yeah, he's so good. The spouses are all great too. Oh my god, I love his wife. In, oh my god, this. she's so great and so beautiful. Oh like, yeah, she's very gorgeous. stunning. Yeah, um, she needs to be in like more stuff. I saw she had this show called like. Uh... Wow, what, is it? what are you gonna say? <laughs> what's he gonna um, say? No, I can't find it. Um, what's your name? Yeah, she's in the show called. Oh my god, I'm the worst. Is that the show? No, I was me talking about me. <laughs> I was like, 
That is a show, though. It was it? called, yeah, it's called I Feel Bad, which I hadn't heard about. Oh. But I was like, maybe Dryable. I should watch that because she's the star. Um, um, I What have I seen her in? She's, she's in Happiest like, Season. Maybe it's all to, to all the boys I've loved before. I know I've yeah, seen she, her in a bunch of stuff. I feel like she plays like a bunch of like bit parts and like a lot she, of things. Yeah, but I think she's so beautiful. Um, yeah. Also, who doesn't love June Diane Raphael? Actually, I do know one person who <laughs> hates her, and I never understood it. I, I mean, but I don't. Yeah, I, I, I don't can understand see why it, but she's I guess like she has like a very particular personality. So I, I can see yeah. if if that would bother someone, I could see them not liking her. I think she's so great, though. She's I love so her. Funny. Also, like I've always loved her, and I was very obsessed with. Because I love Casey Wilson. Casey Wilson is right. one of my favorites, and they're best friends I, I was, in real life. Yeah, they wrote I was just a movie about to together. say. Did you ever see their movie Ass Backwards? Oh, I haven't. But did you know they wrote Bride Wars? Too? Yes, yes, so <laughs> random. And I was, I just, I just which watched I Bride Wars, which is like it doesn't, it doesn't hold up. It's not I very good. It didn't. But, but I just watched it with someone, and I was like, they definitely wrote this for each other, and then couldn't be in it because they weren't famous enough. Yeah. And I was like, this movie would be so much better if it was them because it would be funny. It would be like a lot funnier. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing that movie in my dollar theater. Yeah. And not they like have like very small. Yeah. I definitely saw it in the cheap theater too. They have Mm -hmm. like very small roles in it, but um, yeah. yeah, They're they're like indie movie that they wrote and starred in called Ass Backwards. I was obsessed with when I first moved to Chicago. I need to watch that. Yeah. Um, I feel but like I remember seeing the trailer, but love June and Grace and Frankie. If you're um, absolutely we're big Grace and iconic Frankie fans, yeah. Um, um, oh, my own, oh, my lord, my my mind is blown right now. What I, the guy Connor, yeah, is Susan Sarandon's <gasps> and Tim Robbins' son. Okay, that makes sense because he's been in a lot of stuff recently. What and I'm like, the fuck? Why is it literally everyone a nepotism baby? Everyone. Yeah, I will say this: nepotism doesn't bother me as much if the person is actually talented. I mean, most of the people that I, I most like, of the nepotism babies that I know are pretty talented. That's fine. It's just like yeah. it bothers me because there's people that are like equally as talented or more talented sure. that aren't famous. Yes, but yeah, I but get yeah, most the, of the I time, get the, I don't the irritation with nepotism, but at the end of the day, yeah. like, what am I gonna do right. to impact? nepotism from to stop nepotism from happening like, there's nothing <laughs> we can do about it yeah, yeah so you yeah. might as well just like accept it i don't know maybe that's not the right take yeah but i i'm just if, annoyed if when i find bad, out someone is a nepotism baby <laughs> yeah well it's hard not to because i yeah. mean that's it's you know the privilege of it is hard to like sympathize with i guess right or um but like you look at you look at somebody like who's who's a great ne- I mean they're really good nepotism babies half of Hollywood are, are nepotism babies um but there's like bad ones where I'm like yeah. okay like I couldn't get through the first episode I desperately wanted to because I love Broadway actors and I love Carrie Coon but Gilded Age Meryl Streep's daughter is a terrible actress that's what it. I've heard <laughs> I haven't She's seen it so yet but bad. I heard she was bad 
so bad. And her other daughters, like the other, other, the other gummers, I like her other daughter, yeah, are great. The other gummers are great. Um, this gummer is not good. She's so bad. Um, and I was like, see, that's a bad nepotism, baby, because you got this because your mom's Meryl Streep, but you're a bad actress. Don't deserve it. The one that people always love or they always go for is Dakota Johnson, which like, she's great. I think Dakota Johnson is good. I think she's good too. I I mean, everybody is like everybody is. Anyway. Wow. My mind is blown. Miles Robbins. This totally makes sense when you look at his face now. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it. I can see the math equation. He's also in Halloween. I remember. Yeah. He is in Halloween. He's good in that. Let it snow. That little gay Netflix oh, movie. Well, it's I not all that. gay, but so that was actually. There's one gay storyline, I think. Right. Well, that was gonna. That's a great that's segue a great to this. Segue into this. In yeah. case anyone is wondering, why did we choose this movie when right. the center story is not based on you know, a, it's not the the center of the story is not the queer story. Right. It's not the queer plot. Right. I usually we don't we would steer away from picking a movie where it's not front and center. I actually think right. this is the first movie we've ever chosen where it is such a side plot. Right. In my, in my memory, I thought that the three girls were a bigger part of the movie. Well, like I are, thought it was more, but I it's mostly it about the parents like, stopping. It's mostly about the parents. Yeah. So, and like in my memory, I thought it was like more like book smart and like the three girls were like yeah. the leads of the movie, but they're really not. They're really like supporting, mm-hmm. which like so so in my mind I was like, oh, she's the lead in the movie, so like it's she holds equal importance to everybody else. But that's really not the case. Yeah, but so I will if say anyone's that like, this, why did you choose this? It's for right. the reason that we stated in in the last episode. If you heard, like, we just wanted something light, and we could have gone with something where it was a more prominent part of the story. But like, honestly, who cares right now? Yeah. In this today, right now, for this next hour, who cares? You know, <laughs> there's a, the, it, it's still a great story. Like the actual, yeah. it's a great movie and the queer storyline is great. Yeah, I think it's handled pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's the, the, what's the rundown? Uh, yeah, so for those of you who are unfamiliar with Blockers, um, the premise is these three parents who uh, have three daughters that are all friends with each other. And uh, they find out that their daughters uh, it's the night of prom and they find out that their daughters have made a pact sort of like um, American pie that they're all going to have sex on prom night. Um, and Leslie Mann, John Cena and Ike Barinholtz are the parents. Um, and it really starts with Leslie Mann's character who. Um, she finds out her daughter is not going to college uh, close by. She's going in LA and that like sets her off. And then she finds out that she's going to have sex with this guy who's also going to the same college. So she gets it into her head that like she's making a mistake and that type of thing. So uh, she and John Cena, who's just like really protective of, of his daughter, want to go and stop them. And at first Ike Barinholtz is like, no, like let the girls have fun, do what they want to the part that like pertains to this podcast and to our interests is this third character of Ike Barinholtz's daughter, who uh, I believe her name is um, Kate. Let me look that up. I'm sorry. I have it right in front of no, me. No, Sam. Her Sam. name is Sam. Who's um, so cute. She's so cute. I love Adorable. all the, all the dot, all, all the girls in this. They're all very likable. Yeah. Yeah. 
I like want to see them do more stuff. I love Kayla too. That's John Cena's they're, daughter. They're all in shows that I do not watch. Because I was looking <laughs> at it. Uh, like um, that just plays Kayla's and well, she's did more like did more film stuff. Right. But like uh, the actress who plays Sam is in the the craft. Like the like oh, the, the, craft the show. new craft. Oh, is it a show? Yeah. Or a, I thought it was a movie. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It was right like now. the sequel to The Craft. I need to watch that. Yeah. But I heard and, it wasn't um, that good. The actress who plays Sam's love interest, her name's Ramona Young. She's <sighs> yeah, in she, Never Have I Ever, which I that, still haven't watched. You have to watch that. I it is know. So good. It's been I it's been in my I added it to my yeah. list. Yeah. And I I even you know when you have those shows, so you're I, like, I absolutely you know understand. I need to watch this. I yeah. know I'm gonna love it. Yeah, you will not you will not regret it, Deb. And there's yeah. a new season coming out. <laughs> okay. But it's definitely it's definitely top tier. I would say in my opinion, it's better than the Mindy project. I think it's like Mindy's best work. Ooh. High praise. Say. I never watched the Mindy project like from beginning to end, but I used to watch miscellaneous episodes yeah, and I always yeah. I think Mindy. I, I I still need to watch um the sex lives of college girls. I've heard oh. that fun. Okay. See, this is the one that I loved. So, okay. Yeah. So we, I, okay. Yeah, they're probably like really similar in tone. Cause Mindy right. wrote both of them. Right. I love that show. <laughs> love it. Almost. I've almost rewatched it because I, yeah. I like miss, miss it. It's well, next so time you, funny. Next time you go to rewatch it, turn on never have I ever. I know you're right. Cause I, I think I forgot. I didn't, I, I feel like I fully didn't realize that they were both Mindy Kaling shows. Right, and I like right. viscerally love yeah. the sex life of college girls. I'm like obsessed. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oops. I hit my mic. Um, Sorry, Nick. But Sam's story is that she is a closeted lesbian who's sort of still discovering herself. And um, Ike Barinholtz, as her dad, just has a feeling that, like he knows in his soul that she's a lesbian. And when he finds out that she's also taking part in the pact, he becomes like protective and is like, I don't want her to like feel like she has to sleep with this guy because of like social pressure. Which is the sweetest reason for him to want to stop her. And it's such, yeah, I, I remember being so genuinely touched by that storyline like when I first saw the movie because going in like I had no idea there was going to be like a queer storyline to it um like they, they don't show I it didn't at know all either the, the well they don't show it in the trailer yeah in the trailer um so I was genuinely surprised and like so excited for it um I really like the like the girl that she has a crush on she's like kind of like a like cosplay type of like Mm -hmm. girl is she's really cool um and um and it's such a nice um dynamic because like ike bigger and holtz and his wife uh june um uh what's her name raphael june diane raphael who's also married to frank played by hannibal burris yeah yeah so they've they've been divorced so there's like this contentious thing and like he like cheated on her and like they have like it's a sort of you know turbulent marriage problems um but like it's touching to see that like he's like this like deadbeat dad but he's like wants to make this like really meaningful contribution to like his daughter and like be a part of her life in this really meaningful way Mm -hmm. um so i really liked that part of the storyline yeah and um and while 
sorry, it ahead. doesn't take a like a no 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 you're fine while it doesn't like take up a lot of the screen time just like the scenes that you do get with sam and then when when they come together and she has like this coming out scene with him i just thought it was like handled very well and like was re- a really sweet part of the movie yep 100 percent I I just I the other parents are trying to stop their daughters from having sex because well like John Cena is like well, I'm not gonna let my daughter have sex and they right are like, it's like these really archaic reasons played reasons. by the young Robin Sarandon boy is yeah. called the chef because he cooks drugs and everything and yeah um <laughs> so funny uh, yeah. every, this movie's so funny the jokes are so solid the bits yeah. are great I love it um the, and they're not and then they're, Liz, they've aged pretty well too like yeah like it's yeah. only been a few years but like i would say the most dated part of the movie is like the the like relationship the the parents relationship with like emojis and like sure. that type of thing yeah but um but other than that i think the movie's yeah. pretty mm-hmm. it stays but pretty good i like ike's reasoning for not wanting because at first he doesn't want to bother them because he wants them right. to just like have their own night and like leslie mann's reasoning is that she's a single mom and she doesn't want her daughter to make the same mistake that she made where she's right. gonna like get pregnant or whatever and follow a guy across the country um but ike's is like he doesn't want to stop it until he realizes that she's gonna have sex with a boy just to like do it because right. her friends are and right. he doesn't want her to have to like have sex with a guy yeah because he knows that she's like that she's gay yeah and doesn't want it i'm not explaining it right but it's it's no. a really sweet reason i yeah. really liked like his drive and it was for wanting this completely to stop unexpected it. yeah and it was yeah. like it's such like i don't know that, that i would come up with that like idea like i i i was really like like that he's really, aware of her sexuality the whole time. Right, yeah. And he was, I was like, really I can't let her by, do this to herself. Yeah, I was really touched by this because I was like, it was written by two guys and I, I tried to, two brothers and I was trying to do like some research, but I couldn't really figure out like what their identity and stuff is. But, but directed but, um, by Kay Cannon, director of Pitch Perfect and writer. Yes, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, uh, I just felt like this was such a cool, fresh idea that we'd never seen before of like this parent trying to protect their queer child and like, um, you know, really encourage their development, like in a healthy way, Um, you know, being meddlesome, but like in a, in a way that comes from a good place Uh of not like, because like I, so many things, like, especially in the late eighties, early nineties is like, parents trying to force their queer children to like date someone of the opposite sex so that they would make sure they're gay or that type of thing. But to see it flipped on its head in this way, I think is so interesting and like refreshing and it made it such a fun watch and, and um, really gave like um, a touching uh, part of the film. That's like really like a raunchy comedy. Um, Yeah. It, yeah. He even when he sees them kiss, Sam and Seth, right, and he's like, "Oh no, she's gonna go do it." And he, I like that he says, "Like she's gonna have, she's gonna do it." And I know it's something she hates, or like, yeah, obviously she. I don't know. I liked it because he was also he was also the parent that was the distant parent, the one who right. wasn't as close, quote unquote, to his kid, the one right. who was like the deadbeat dad, yeah, whatever, the one who wasn't there and walked out on the marriage and all this stuff. Right. And he was the one who ultimately knew her the best. 
Yeah. I feel like yeah. man actually had like the right intentions. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought like their moment when she does come out to him, you know, I thought as the whole conversation they have is just really sweet. And I like that he does have like a one moment of redemption where he gets to explain like his side of quote unquote, his side of right. what happened. Um, and it was really funny when they don't really pay attention to him though. Yeah. They don't really process <laughs> it. Um, it's, it's cool that like this film is like kind of like interesting because it is very pro like female sexuality, which I think is fun. Like uh-huh. the three main characters of the parents are all, they're all very flawed. And like, you can tell that we're not really supposed to be on their side, which is mm-hmm. kind of fun. Um, I love um, John Cena's wife, like arguing with Leslie Mann about like, why, uh, yeah. why she's being like unfeminist <laughs> and everything. Yeah. She's like, um, you stop treating me like I'm, like I'm, like I'm bombing up, abortion bombing clinics. Abortion clinics. <laughs> I was like, so funny. Um, oh my God. Also the parents who, uh, the boyfriend's parents. Yeah. Who, who, are, having, having sex, who are having um, sex. Gary Cole and Gina yeah. Gershon. Uh, Gershon Gina Gershon from, from, from Bound, Bound. Which we covered. Yes. Full circle. Full circle. Uh, who also looks amazing. Yeah, she looks like, amazing. Damn, she's banging. Like, she looks uh, better than she did. I feel like they tried to make her look kind of bad in Showgirls. But she I have amazing. a confession. You haven't seen Showgirls? I've never seen Showgirls. I feel like I've that's a movie you need to watch with other it. people. Yeah. Yeah, obviously I know what it is. And I right. know the I know the impact. Um, <laughs> but I've never actually just, like, sat down and watched Showgirls. Yeah. I wonder if that would... Now's the time. Yeah. I feel like it doesn't. I was I was trying to like think I've only seen it once, but I was try, trying to think if it would qualify as if Nomi would qualify as a queer character. But I don't know if she identifies that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd have to watch it again. Um, yeah. Let me know when you watch it. I kind of want to watch it. Uh, well, I mean, you know, I might. I'm. It might be sooner than we thought. <laughs> this list is being made. Um. Uh. I like that. Um, <laughs> I like that when he when he finds out that she's gonna like she's in the sex pact and she's gonna try to have sex with this guy too. That he that he said like she doesn't feel safe because you you raised two bigots. I think it's yeah. so funny when he calls their daughters bigots. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. I, this movie's so good. I'm I really enjoyed it. Yeah. This was such a nice break. Yeah. From not watching something extremely um, sad. Yeah, and I or love not even when... sad, just dramatic. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. watch Carol and get sad, but Carol, it's he- but, it's but it's heavy. Heavy. Yeah. 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 I love. I love any movie too, where it's like where it has like women who feel empowered to be like sexual. Like mm-hmm. um, this movie and like the sweetest thing. Have you ever seen the sweetest thing? Hell yeah, I've seen the sweetest yeah. thing. Yeah, I just love when girls like are allowed to be raunchy and like over sexual because it's like usually they're when you see women in like an over sexual position, it's like from the male gaze or like they're like being like subservient or something, um, which really turns me off. But I love like seeing women feel empowered to like be sexual mm-hmm. on their own terms, I guess. I don't yeah. know if that's weird to say, but um, and they, even like with their 
with their like sex pact. I feel like mm-hmm. it's not like a it's not taboo or like they're right. it's it, it, it ends up like it's not being a lesson like, to the parents to like trust your kids and like right, trust that right. your kids know when's the right time for them. Right. And like even it's even though like Kayla didn't go through with it, like she was like, Yeah, but you still went down on me. And like yeah. it wasn't like we were supposed to be like, Well, oh no, she's too young, like she's gonna regret it. Right. Like there was none of that. They they knew what they were ready for, they knew what they weren't ready for. Right. And it was like basically a story like to parents to like trust your kids or listen right. to your kids rather. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I know it was very, very modern in that way. I feel mm-hmm. like every other like movie pre this time, pre the last decade or whatever about like sex packs or like girls losing their virginity or or like, it's always like I'm being pressured into this or <laughs> I'm not actually yeah. ready for this yeah. because I just want to do it before I go to college. Yeah. And yeah, I love that. Like, there was no pressuring like, of any of the guys either. Yeah, yeah. I feel like because, like, kind of like an animal, animal or animal, uh, American Pie. I feel like the girls' storylines are very like, if like if the girls are like hypersexual, they're like sluts, mm-hmm. or or they're like being tricked into having sex or that type of thing. I don't remember American Pie as that well because I've only seen it a few times. But like in something like this, like they're not they're not feeling like outside pressure from their boyfriends mm-hmm. or like other people in high school. They're just like, I've really thought about this and like I want to have sex. And I like the character of Kayla who's like, I I don't like this idea that like virginity is so important to people. And it's like, I should just like lose my virginity however I want to. Like it doesn't matter if it's like not meaningful or anything to me. Mm-hmm. And like I like that she has a journey that she's like, actually, yeah, I do want it to like be like a little bit special like that's fine um i love the the line when she's like talking to connor and and she's like yeah like i kind of want it to be special like maybe not right now like maybe Maybe if you're free on monday yeah Yeah. (laughs) like that's really very funny to me Mm -hmm. and i like um i guess the one character that does feel a little bit pressure because of her friends having sex is sam Uh but I, i like this idea that like she's still figuring herself out and she decides that like um like this sort of sex conversation brings her to a place where she can like come to terms with her identity and sort of be like actually I'm a lesbian and like um and and I get to f- explore this side of me that I that I didn't see before and I just think the chemistry between her and the other girl is really good and and the scenes where they're together are really cute yeah, I'm glad they get their moment at the end too. And I'm, yeah. I love when she tells her friends. Yeah, yeah. it's so cute. Really, and they like le- leave her moment. alone so they can share a kiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what else I like too, and what and what you just said about um, um, uh, to just piggyback off what you said, I I like how they addressed them drinking and like doing drugs too. Right. It also wasn't like a you're ruining your life, and one of them right. took a shot, and then we're like. Well, like yeah. there was none of that. It was like, yep, this is just what we do. And they're all, yeah. they all end up fine. It's not yeah. that it's like, I'm saying it's great that it's promoting like underage drinking um, right. and drug use, but it just like normalized it because that's what teenagers Because that's do. what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. what I was doing. Yeah. I know. I was like, <laughs> oh man, I just remembered something. I was like, should I share? Is it too much? 
Maybe watching I think you this. should share. We were watching. I guess it's maybe not. I've shared way worse on this podcast. <laughs> but uh, we were like, wow, it, it, there is a lot of pressure to like have sex on your prom night. And Kayla was like, and I like you really the older you get, you know how you stop seeing watching movies from the perspective of the, of the kids and you start watching it from the perspective of the parents. Right. And we were watching from the perspective of the parents because it's hard not to. And you're like, right. wow, you really never stop worrying. Like you're you're stressed out and worried when they're little and babies, but mm-hmm. then you never really stop once they get older because then you just kind of have to trust that they're going to like be okay when they leave your right. house. And like prom night, like the worries, like Leslie Mann's worries are like legit. Like what if uh, her daughter, had, like her reason was like she was going to have sex and she was going to like deepen her connection with her boyfriend and then follow her boyfriend to college, to California right. and like ruin her life, like drop out, get married, get pregnant, blah, 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 blah. Right. Or whatever. Um, but we were, we were like, wow, it, that'd be so stressful as a parent to like know that your kids are having sex or just to like know what like your kids are doing on prom night to like worry about their safety and stuff and we were like just like talking about how we identify with the parents and then Kayla was like hey we had sex on prom night and I was like oh my god we did in a hotel <laughs> and we were hammered and I didn't tell my parents where they were like when right. when one of the girls put her phone on airplane mode and was like yeah. Ignore my parents. I was like, no. I was like, oh my God, you can't do that. Your mom's going to be, your parents are going to be so worried. And then I was like, oh my God. I know for a fact my parents did not know where I was. Yeah. I was in a, the, a booking, I was in a Motel 8 in Green, Ohio on Maslin Road for people who know where I'm talking about. I think it was, or it was a Super 8 or something like that. Somewhere. I was with a bunch of people who were drinking and getting on a full-on had everybody leave the hotel room. <laughs> we're gonna bone. I was like, that's so bad. I, but I'm so far removed from it now, and I'm getting older. It's hard. It's hard to hard, it, it. I forget that that was me. Right. Right. At one point, which also I think this movie is really great at showing both sides of how a parent feels and how a child feels. Yeah. There's not one that's like, oh, the parent's right. Or like, oh, the kids are right. The parents are lame. Or like, I vice think versa. It really shows like, yeah, the both sides of it equally, and it doesn't make it. And not one is is the right one. Right. Does that make I think sense? it was I'm funny. Kind of- no, it does make sense. That that reminds me. It, I think it was kind of funny um, with uh, the boyfriend character too being like annoyed with his parents that they're his parents are super open about their sexuality yeah he's like yeah yeah my, my parents, parents are, are having, having sex, sex. <laughs> <laughs> that was very funny to me yeah um the one thing that pulled me out was like this the use of cgi in this movie is egregious like i don't know what? if you noticed what like this, well um like the th- like the puke like the scene oh my god like was definitely like weird looking cgi i couldn't even pay attention to the cgi because i was i i'm so grossed out oh right right, i have to like we we kayla and i both have to like turn our eyes (laughs) away when people puke on screen yeah so that was cgi um the part where she like smokes a vape i think like the smoke coming out of her mouth is really cgi um and in the last scene the one that looks the worst to me i think is the last scene where Leslie Mann is um, saying goodbye to her as she goes off to college and she just has like CGI tears oh, going down her face. those I did notice. <laughs> I was like, that is really funny though. Also, I would watch Leslie Mann secretly try to get out of a hotel room for hours. 
Oh my god, I so I was so nervous funny. during that scene when she and gets, she gets electrocuted? Like electrocuted by the TV. <laughs> it's so good. There's so many good bits in this. The electrocution, right. the the butt chug of the yeah. the lager and an IPA. Or like, would you ask that? And then when it comes back up, the shock, Kayla and I both screamed when it comes back up and hits Ike in the face. Do you know what I'm oh talking about? God. The beer out of yeah, his ass. Yeah, that's so gross. Yeah, yeah. And then oh, Ike is like, so funny. Ike is like, it went in my mouth. I need yeah. to go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> but beer. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. The scene where um, John Cena and Ike Barinholtz are like, in the house while they're doing like the blindfolded sex party. Oh my god, he squeezes. <laughs> oh my squeezes god, squeezes the oh ball so hard. Uh, I was like, you're okay with me. Also you're the, okay with me. This one too. Uh, yeah. you're, you're my friend. You're okay with me. <laughs> the oh, but like oh, and the conversation he has like he says he's homophobic because he won't grab the guy's ball. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the um. The funny part of that to me is that they never tell us how they got out of the house. They're just like out of the house. After I that know. Scene. Like, what did they do? What did they so have to do? So we never know how they like got out of that situation. Um, it's a very quotable movie. It's very yeah. funny. Yeah, it's very super fun. solid comedy. Yeah, I love like a good of this of this tone. Yeah, me too. They're not as made as often. I feel like maybe yeah. one a year. Yeah. I feel Netflix tries to make yeah. their version. Yeah. They end up just being either cheesy or just bad because they're yeah. net- made by Netflix. Yeah. There's um, like this movie, there's like Book Smart. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like Date Night kind of had these vibes. It wasn't oh. really about kids, but. Date yeah. Night? Like Tina Fey, Steve Carelton? Yeah. 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 I like Date Night a lot. Me too. Um, I haven't seen it. I thought it, you were going to say something else when you said date night. I thought you were going to say, oh, game night. Game night. Is, yeah, I still haven't seen that, but I know you love it. I love that movie so much. <laughs> yeah. So overall, yeah, I would say this movie's really a good time. It's fun. I like how the, yeah, the queer storyline just really touched me, which is why I will say when I, when I said that maybe we should do this, that storyline is what sticks with me the most in this movie. Like that's mm-hmm. what I remembered the most out of everything. Like I forgot a lot about this movie. So I think that's why I thought it was so important. And maybe that's because like I'm queer and that's what I related to, but I don't know. I think that that is probably one of the most well done stories in this film. Um, it's and so that's why it too. stuck with me. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's just well done. It's, I love I love the the parent part of it. I love like the dad's role in it. Mm-hmm. I think it's really it's really nice. It's just yeah. like, really well done. Yeah. Um. Ah. It was great. Should we? Yeah. Should it's we sh- rate the, the movie? I think so. Do the Vito yeah. Russo test. Yeah, I will say I don't think it passes the Vito Russo test. Is this the first movie we've ever chosen that doesn't pass? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. So Forgive Vita- us. Forgive us, fans. <laughs> so fans. the Vito Russo test is a media metric uh, used to uh, evaluate queer representation in film, and it follows three rules. One, that the film has queer identifying characters, which this one does. Two, that the queer characters have really have uh, personality traits other than being queer. I would say this one does. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. The third rule is where I don't think it passes is that removing the queer character from the film would change the plot significantly. Yeah, there are two other daughters in this film 
that t- take up a lot a lot of the story and like I, I think that they could follow the general plot line and still be the same if they didn't have that third parent or that yeah. third uh, queer character. So unfortunately, I don't think it passes the Vita Russo test. But with their their inclusion and the way it was handled, and uh, I, I do still think it's a it's a very significant film, and I still think it, it does a good job with the representation. But it, but yeah, they should. They should have made her character somehow in, in, integral to the plot in some way so that removing yeah. her wouldn't have changed it, I think. Um, but yeah. Oh, sorry, my dog is barking. Um, oh, I have okay. them in a boiling room right now because the AC is off because for recording. Oh, oh I, no. Not actually boiling. I mean, I'm a little sweaty, but he gets, he gets yeah. a little cooped up. Yeah, he wants to run. We got to wrap it up so he so yeah. he can get out. How um, many? Uh, how should we rate it? That's a good question. Let's see what was in the movie. Hmm. Kegs. Um. um emojis. Uh, I'm gonna say macaroons. Macro. Yeah, the drug macaroons. She takes macaroons. Um. Yeah, blindfolds. I think we do blindfolds. I don't know. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's do zero to six. Oh, let's do zero to six uh, roosters because it's cock blocker. Oh, that's literally on the movie cover. Yeah, that's, that's how they got before. away. That's how they got away with their title because on the gotcha. poster, yeah. they always put like a chicken or a so rooster in front of the blockers. Out of zero to six cocks, what would you give it? <laughs> I would give it a, I think a four. A four. Yeah, maybe a 4.5. Just because, like, she, she isn't integral to the plot. Like, sure. I, I think it is a very, I think it is a very good, I think it's very good representation and it's a very sensitively handled storyline. I don't think there was really, there's nothing that caught my eye that was problematic about it, but it wasn't, it wasn't like a main focus of the movie. Yeah. But and you know it, what? I'm, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna. I'm gonna rate mine a little bit. I'm gonna do like a 4.5 though, because it's not yeah. like their fault. They don't right. like. We chose this movie knowing right. that it's not a center. Yeah, it's not like a centered story. Yeah, absolutely. So, in that in, in that way, like I don't necessarily want like feel the need to ding it for that yeah. reason because we chose this movie. In the way. general, in in general yeah. as a movie, I would probably give it a five. Like I had That's a great kind of time. Where I'm at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I I had a fun time. I would watch it again. Um, you know, yeah. gives me like bad moms vibes. Oh. You know, <laughs> you know, bad moms is one of my favorites. Bad moms and bad moms Christmas, baby. I still need to watch Bad Moms Christmas. I don't know how you haven't. I own it on Blu-ray. Okay, sorry yeah, to yeah. brag. I don't think I feel like Bad Moms is always <laughs> streaming, but Bad Moms Christmas is always like for rent. Oh my I'm god! Like, if you ever want to no, borrow you. my DVD, I genuinely absolutely use it all the time. i'm gonna come over for christmas and watch yeah, it with you bad moms christmas i love bad moms <laughs> i fucking love, I love bad, bad moms. moms all right okay oh, we maybe wait maybe go. i have seen bad moms christmas because it's bad moms it's the movie bad moms but yeah. just set at christmas it's but the yeah same. isn't it christine um christine baranski, baranski she like tries to decorate cheryl, mila kunis's house yes who yes, doesn't love christine I do cheryl hines and yes. Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. Bada bing, bada boom, baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, 
uh, I doubt we definitely recommend this movie. I think it's a fun mm-hmm. time. Um, I think you guys will love it. Um, how can they for- follow us if they want to follow? Yeah, us? exactly. Thank you for listening. You can follow us at queer movie night on Instagram and Twitter. Be sure to rate, um, like, and subscribe. Let us know what other movies we should cover. Let us know what movies you enjoyed. Um, you can follow me at Peyton Cody Lynch on Instagram and Twitter. Me, Deborah Duncan on Twitter and Deborah D. Bag on Instagram. And we'll be out with another episode in a couple weeks. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we love you. Thanks for your support. Bye. 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 Welcome. To Arcade Audio.